This is a Tavern Cast special. Welcome to the Thunder Brew Distillery here in Cavernous Dunmore. Dust off your favorite drinking mug, order up a pint of Rhapsody Malt, and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts, Cromley, Eloysius, Inferno Bill, and Kern Cater. We'll bring you tools, tips, tales, and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. Welcome to a special edition of TavernCast. This is Aloysius. And this is Cromley. Visit us on the web at www.taverncast.com and be sure to check out our forums. In fact, get up there and not just check it out, but start posting again. You guys may think we have gone away, but we might just come back. So you might want to actually start posting on the forums. Just yep. FYI. And you can reach us on Skype via our uh, number, which is 734-418-8727, or the Skype username TavernCast. And uh, one note on our forums, we currently have new signups turned off because of spammers. So if you don't have an account on the forums, which seems unlikely, uh, feel free to send us an email and uh, we'll get you set up. Yeah, but don't worry, though. The spammers are Nigerian bankers and they cut really great deals. So yeah, yeah if you guys get notes from Nigerian bankers, you might want to totally invest in that because I hear that they oh, have yeah. some great I-, I just sent the deed to my house to one because he <laughs> promised that he came into some money from some royalty or something and... So I'm just waiting to hear back. Oh, really? I had, a, I had one from an oil field, a uh, total oil, field, oil field in Nigeria. Wow. So you own an oil field? Is Nigeria on the coast? I have no idea, but I know they have oil fields. I, I think you're allowed to have oil fields even if you're not on the coast. True, but I'm just, I guess I'm thinking of, well, never mind. Anyway, so um, <laughs> uh, Inferno Bo and Kern Kinter are not here because we're kind of doing they're losers. A, kind of an impromptu show. Today was the first day of the 2009 BlizzCon, and Cromley and I decided to dust off the bar and come in here and talk a little Warcraft, kick around all the new stuff that was announced today. So before we go too far, how does it feel to be back in the bar again after, what, like almost eight months? Um, well, I, I've been in the bar um, since then, but it's nice being back in front of the, uh, the Audacity recording. <laughs> the Audacity recording tap? Yes, it's it's so exciting. Like when you pull it down, Tavern Cast runs out of the tap. Audio runs out of the tap, which has to be heavily edited to become Tavern Cast. <laughs> but <laughs> it it smells a little funny when it's coming out of the tap. But you know, it's, you mix it's it, the, you boil it's it. The, <laughs> it's the beer that you have to work at to be able to. Drink. Yeah, it's kind of it's a little skunky when it's coming out of the tap. But you know, so that would mean Tavern Cast as a glass of beer takes on average one week to two weeks just to prep in order to drink. Exactly. And we've been working on a new uh, a new batch, so a new recipe, as it were, which is why it's been eight months. <laughs> just to take the brewery kind of, you know, analog or whatever as far as we can possibly take it. So, um, World of Warcraft, we're playing again? What? What's up with that, Cromley? Um, I never really stopped playing. You never not stopped? For, not for long periods of time. I don't play every night. I play, you know, actually lately I've just been playing once a week with you, maybe twice a week. But, uh, you know, I have, I have a couple friends I play with online every now and then when the mood strikes us, and that's about as far as I go. Yeah, we have uh, we have started a uh, weekday gaming night, uh, and I've gotten back into it. Um, 
I've gotten back into it pretty heavily, about half as much as I played from the, you know, back in the classic days. And I said, Prime has been playing for a while. And even Bill's jumped back in and started playing lately. Kern Kater, she never stopped. In fact, it's, we'll have to talk about that in some future Tavern Cast, perhaps. But uh, she's totally turned around and become the leadest member of the group. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. She knows her way around all the. I don't even know what half the instances are. Even since the last, uh, the Burning Crusade expansion, I hardly know the names of the instances or anything. And she knows them all. But the past couple times we were in an instance, Kern Kater was raid leading, which, yep. I mean, you know, strikes me as highly amusing considering where she was five years ago. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I think is kind of funny is that we've been kind of messing around doing instances with too few people, um, yeah. which reminds me a lot of the old Manoroth days where we'd kind of like, you know, <laughs> screw around and <laughs> not have enough people and finally muddle our way through part of an instance and then have to quit. So Yeah, a couple weeks Some back, things probably. never change. Crumley and I decided to two-man um, Zulgurub for the fun of it, and we got to the first boss and actually down Vinoxus, but didn't get much the further. snake boss. That was cra- it was crazy difficult for a two-man. It was kind of fun, though, because you have to think different. You know, it's not just, you know, push these buttons in this order and do this when you're told. So we'll, uh, we're, we're actually not here to talk uh, WoW in general, uh, just all this general stuff we've been doing in the game. Uh, so you got a little bit of a, a little bit of an upswing there as to what is going on. Maybe we'll come back in the future and uh, do a little Probably. bit more of this. But let's, uh, let's talk BlizzCon. Today is BlizzCon opening day for 2009, and they, as expected, announced the third World of Warcraft expansion, which they're calling Cataclysm. And they had rumored that now for about a week. Seems like uh, the name and a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that they debuted today leaked uh, on. Uh, I think it was MMO Champion about a week or so ago, and everybody's been you know sort of up in arms about it and talking about it and whatnot. And it looks as if um, the stuff that leaked on MMO Champion was actually pretty close to uh, to what actually came out. So. What actually happens in this expansion? It looks like the dragon Deathwing has been planning his return. Now, Deathwing, if you remember, uh, way, way back in the lore was the bad black dragonflight dude who... Really? With a name like Deathwing, he's not a good guy? His original name was Neltharian, I think. You'll have to ask Kern Katera, but I think that's right. I thought um, it was Bob. Bob? Well, all right. Let's call him, um, let's call him Ned. Ned. Ned the Ned. Evil Dragon. Ned the Evil Dragon. So Ned the Evil Dragon has been planning his return, and he calculated just the right time to do it when the armies of Azeroth are all tied up in Northrend. And his emergence from his underground prison, he was in some sort of elemental prison, causes this massive cataclysm and lays waste to the world. Uh, uh, that's really the, poor prison design, really. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know the whole deal there. I don't know if they're... Lowest bidder. Lowest bidder. <laughs> Um, he gets out, He the whole world gets sundered all over again, everything gets messed up, and there you have your cataclysm. So there's uh, there's ties to the beginning of the lore in a major way. The titans, the old gods, the dragon flights. Actually, listen to our lore for the backstory. Both lores, both collected lore, lore, lore 1 and collected lore 2 will have the entire backstory uh, that leads up to, you know, I think what will happen in cataclysm. You'll get a pretty good idea of anyways for, for where this happens. <laughs> The details of the event have been lost to time, but it is known that Neltharion, the dragon aspect of the Earth, went mad during a critical engagement against the Burning Legion. He began to split apart as flame and rage erupted from his dark hide. 
renaming himself Deathwing, the burning dragon turned on his brethren and drove the five dragonflights from the field of battle. Deathwing's sudden betrayal was so destructive that the five dragonflights never truly recovered. What do you think? I don't know. What do you, you, think you know me. Guy? I don't. I'm not all that excited about lore stuff. So I, you know, whatever. <laughs> so and so does this and that and whatever, and then the world changes. So. Well, it seems like to me that all of the World of Warcraft baddies, it'll say something like Deathwing, driven mad by XXXX, mm-hmm. has you know done this and that. They're all driven ba- mad by something. There's very few bad guys. They're in not really bad. Too. They're just driven mad. Yeah, well, they're all mad, but it's like, is that, is there anyone that you can even think of that's just bad? Well, yeah, Van Cleef. Van Cleef isn't mad. Van Cleef is just a bad Van Cleef is just awesome. <laughs> Van Cleef is just... What about Hogger? Like, is Hogger driven mad? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think Hogger's just a bad guy. He's just a big bad pig, you know? Sometimes that's no, the kind think... of boss you need, just a big bad pig. Anyways, so Deathwing, who is driven mad and turned evil, comes back and sunders old Azeroth. So the classic zones are forever changed uh, by this new expansion. All the zones are affected, some more than others. They're going to basically revamp all of the classic world, uh, every zone, with updated quests, art, and items. They're going through the old world will, with a new character will be a completely new experience. So pictures show things like jungles and desolus and the barrens. There's this giant crack that goes through the barrens. It's got a bunch of lava and stuff, and it cuts it into two zones, uh, supposedly. They show pictures of Darkshore being flooded. Um, many towns are gone or changed, like Aberdeen's been destroyed. Uh, they say that the Undercity's been completely altered to deal with uh, flying mounts, but I imagine that um, what'll change about the Undercity, too, is that the top, which is Lordaeron, old Lordaeron, will be available for you to fly over land in. Maybe there'll be shops up there. Who knows? It might be kind of cool. And um, South Shore is now in the hands of the Horde. Finally. Yay. Like how For all long the fighting we... there. For all <laughs> the fighting. Long? We finally get control of it, apparently. Seriously, dude, how often did we fight for that stupid place? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, the other place I, I read about just a little while ago that supposedly is totally taken over is uh, Stone Talon Mountains. You remember the, um, I forget the name of the uh, town up there. At the, all the way at the top of the mountain, we used to take over and fight all the Oh, yeah, we used to raid there with Unmanoroth with our alliance people way yeah, back so in the day. That, that place huh. is all taken over by goblins, I guess, now, which will be... Fested with we'll goblins. Talk about in a sec. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think of that? I mean, that is actually that something sounds pretty that, cool. Um, I mean, it's a, we talked about this for a long time. Like, why don't yeah. things ever change in the world? Yeah, I like that they're changing. I feel a little bit kind of sad because people, you know, new players to the game or whatever, aren't going to see what it was like. You know what I mean? Except in screenshots or videos or whatever, but they don't get a chance to see it. See, you know, I guess you kind of lose something in the. You know, we know how much it will have changed, but new people coming in will be like, "Well, that's how it's always been." You know what I kind of wished is that they wouldn't have told us this. That they would have, yeah, you know, given us a little bit, awesome. and then suddenly the Damn. world changes. Yeah. Well, and like I've always said, it would have been cool if it was a player-driven um, event. I, I don't know how in the world they'd ever structure something like that, but especially if this is some natural cataclysm kind of thing. But you know, I, I've always thought it'd be kind of cool if you know on certain servers things were even different across different servers, depending on you know what the the players did in the various servers and things like that. I don't know. Maybe they'll get to there someday. Well, dude, imagine what it would be like if, like, you were just there in the world, you just logged into the game, and then suddenly, like, you know, there's, like, these giant, like, rifts forming in front yeah. of you, and stuff's burning <laughs> up, and be, you die. Like, you totally die, and you're like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, and then you quit the game. And, but yeah. no, that, that reminds me of <laughs> way back when I was in, um, 
Asheron's Call, you know, another MMO precursor to, to WoW. And uh, I was I played on the last day before they shut down. I think it was the beta. They shut down the beta. I never played the game when it was released for very long. But anyways, they had like a cataclysm thing going on where there's like this giant meteor in the sky, and there, were, you know, villages were being blown up with fire, and there were fire elementals popping up all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was pretty cool. And they should do more of that st- kind of stuff in MMOs. So World of Warcraft cool. to me is kind of starting to seem more like a. Um like a television series where there, I mean, you, you get an idea of what's coming and then it comes and you kind of like play through the storyline and then maybe, you yeah, yeah, they do kind of structure it that way, which is in some ways too bad. It, it'd be kind of cool if you didn't know what you were in for and you didn't know what was happening and, you know, everyone would be speculating on what was going on. And I feel I, like you get, you get a little bit of that, but yeah. you just, it, nothing like what we're talking about, but I mean, this isn't a complaint. I'm glad they're, I'm glad oh, they're yeah, laying waste definitely. to the world. That's actually the best part of this new expansion for me. It's just the old, just the fact that they're just going to create chaos with it. And well, I mean, how cool often I... have we talked about like wanting to go back to like level one yeah. and just go back through it and see new stuff there with all the new quests and everything they're going to put in this, you're going to be able to do that again. Well, I think they're kind of that's kind of what they're pushing is for a lot of people to start new characters and you know obviously with the new races and everything and the new combinations of races and classes and stuff so I'm sure we'll be yet making yet more alts to to go through. I'm just wondering is is this stuff going to be changing as as we play or is it going to be you know you install the expansion and or whatever there's a, a date that they flow, throw a switch and then you know you log in everything's different. Be kind of cool if it slowly changes, you know, not really slowly, but you know, it changes over a period of a month or something. Every time you log in, it's like, oh, there goes Stormwind or, you know, whatever. Nope, Darkshore just got flooded. That'd be kind of cool. Well, you, you know, it makes me wonder if it's like be, before uh, Burning Crusade, they had a bunch of stuff with like the undead invasions and things like that. Maybe they'll do some yeah. some, some kind of small things that'll make, That'd you be know, cool. short changes. It, it's going to be a while, I think, until this thing comes out anyways. How long was it between uh, Burning Crusade and the launch or Wrath of the Lich King the launch? Like a year, year and a half? Something like that, yeah. Well, and so like, what if you don't buy the expansion? They say that um, Azeroth will be changed whether you buy it or not. So they're yeah, going to do graphic they have updates. To do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're going to do graphic updates against the, across the the game too. So everything's going to probably get the sort of Wrath of the Lich King quality graphics. Which means that game. yet again, you really need to upgrade your uh, gaming machine, Bryce. <laughs> Before the expansion <laughs> comes out. <laughs> Tell me about it. Actually, being in Dalaran for me is like you know watching a slideshow. So I yeah, have just so that our gaming... listeners know. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. He has the same machine <laughs> that he started the beta on. Well, with a I think one minor upgrade. So. I think I have a slightly new video card. Yeah, I have I a slightly have. better video card. Very slightly. Yeah. That's but that was it. slightly better from two thousand. Yeah, four whatever that yeah, was. Yeah. When was that? <laughs> Yeah. The olden days. There are going to be seven new zones. Uh, Mount Hyjal. Finally, they're going to open that up. Aldum. Sunken city of Vashnir. Or Va- Let me see if I can pronounce this right. Vashir. 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 Let's call it Vashir. Sunken city of Vashir. The Lost Isles. I used to call it Gilneas, but actually in all of the uh, the promos and stuff today, the Blizzard was calling it Gilneas. So I guess oh. Gilneas is the proper well, pronunciation. Do it right. Uh, the Twilight Highlands, which is a zone, I guess, looks like it's right next door to Menethil. And Deepholm, which is uh, the place where Ned the Evil Dragon comes from. Ah, okay. So let's talk about some of these for a second. Um, Aldum. Aldum has been there. The gates of Aldum were, have been in uh, Tenaris for a long time. That's, mm. the, uh, that's the place with the, where, where, if you go right now, you'll see like the uh, stone giants. 
out in front, and it's sort of a beaten down wooden door by what looks like old yeah, dwarves. Yeah, I vaguely remember it. Yeah. Yeah, there's really nothing there. I've uh, been to Tenerife a long time. Yeah, so it's. They said it's an old Titan area um, that was protected previously by some kind of machine that created an illusion of the Tenera shoreline to keep people away. It reminds me of uh, 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 Beneath the Planet of the Apes, where Charlton Heston rides up and he goes in the Forbidden Zone, and there's like the big, you know, the the atomic people make the illusions of like the cracks in the ground and the fire, so they can't, you know, people can't find them, but. Something like that. Um, maybe that's what the Titans are. Maybe the Titans are the uh, atomic bomb people in Beneath the Planet of the Apes. But you never know. Um, <laughs> so the cataclysm happens, and it destroys the Titans' machine, and you know, then it's all them's open for business because you can see it. So that place is going to feature at least two instances, um, and quests will hint at some kind of a Titan super weapon somewhere inside the zone. So Egypt-like in design will be the zone, too. So that sounds pretty cool. And then um, Sunken City of Vashir uh, will be an underwater zone. Something to do with Ashara. Either that was Ashara's hometown or something like that. But that's that's not where Ashara supposedly was, which was in... What was that place called? Sinad City. Um, <laughs> I remember Sinad City, but yeah, I don't Nazdi- remember much about it. <laughs> Our names for them are always better. They're easier to remember. Sinad exactly. City. So, yeah, Ashar is from Sinad City, but um, I don't know where Vashir is in relation. But it's they're going to promise some kind of new underwater gameplay, some sort of swimming-running hybrid, um, and, and underwater mounts. I wonder if you can fish underwater, like, anywhere. <laughs> Fishing out of the air? You just throw it in just any direction you want. Maybe cool. you have to use, like, a net underwater or <laughs> yeah. a spear gun. A spear gun would be kind of fun. That would be totally cool. Or maybe you could just, like, toss dynamite. <laughs> dynamite with waterproof wicks finally I engineer fishing I think it would be really cool if you have to go into the underwater zone that you actually get outfitted with some sort of like deep sea diving suit I bet you there'll be something like that at least for gnomes or you know that kind of thing gnomes and goblins but it'll be interesting to see how they do it well, and I mean, I'm interested in the whole swimming-walking hybrid dynamic, too, because I can imagine that if you're just swimming around, it would get really annoying. Like, yeah, I don't really I th- like doing underwater quests very much because it's like, oh, this is so obnoxious. Yeah, it's so slow. I imagine they know that, and we'll, we'll work on that. I, I wonder hope. if that'll mean improvements in swimming all over the place. So, like, if you go underwater anywhere, you'll suddenly have the super Lance Armstrong, or not Lance Armstrong, what's that dude's name? The Olympic Michael swimmer. Phelps. Michael Phelps. You'll have Michael Phelps swimming power for, like, a thousand gold. <laughs> Yeah, no, you have to buy the uh, fancy swimsuit first. <laughs> I could, I could make special a really off-color speedo. joke. You have, to, you have to smoke the spleef of 100 swimming power before you can get the <laughs> Michael Phelps swimming <laughs> <laughs> You have to buy the suit and smoke the spleef. I'm sorry, did I say that? I didn't say that. Moving on, Twilight Highlands, uh, the other zone. That will feature Grim Battle as an instance, which is currently in over in the corner of the wetland zone. Mm-hmm. So you, you know what Grim Battle is, right? Remember yeah, that? I remember that. Yeah, it's like where all the little dragon guys are, right? Yeah, all the elites. And yeah. out there, it's like a yep. dwarven thing. So Our uh, running of the pods, the, the gnome, running of the gnomes or whatever it was went through there. I remember it was it was ugly. Oh, that's right. It was the massacre up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, everywhere. It was a massacre, but especially there. Supposedly, Grim Battle is where Ned the Evil Dragon has taken up residence. So he he now he I guess he burst out of the ground. This is a, for its typical Warcraft story thing in a uh, persistent online world. Ned the Evil Dragon, with his evil plans, bursts out of his elemental prison, cracks the world into a million pieces, sets it on fire, lava's flowing, everyone's dying. 
And then he lands in an instance and hangs out. Until yeah, and then we... he'll get killed over and over and yeah. over and over and over and over in the instance eventually. It's kind of hell, isn't it, if you think about yeah. it? He shouldn't have come out. I mean, like, no wonder Ned the Evil Dragon is pissed off. Yeah. He needs a song. It's like, Ned the Evil Dragon <laughs> lives in Green Wait, 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 wait. That sounds too much like another song. Careful. Oh, R-I-A-A, giving yep. us a phone call. Exactly. Um, I like that, though. It rhymed. He lives in Grim Battle and frolicked in the darkened shores in the land of... Wait, what is it? Azeroth. In the land of Twilight Highlands. Oh, Ned the Evil Dragon. Okay, anyways. Um, Deepholm. Deepholm is actually some sort of elemental plane. This is where Ned the Evil Dragon came from. And it's his realm or area or whatever that kind of popped up in the Eastern Kingdoms. Now, I'm not, I, I didn't get a look at the map. I didn't see exactly where in the Eastern Kingdoms this thing pops up. But I'm sure it can't be good for whatever zone it pops up in. And uh, that's, uh, it's got like this massive underground area. Tunnels to all the different zones, subterranean passages. It's like a rift in space-time and you go different places, I guess. I don't know. There's no pictures of it, but that's, that's kind of what they said. They said that'll be a pretty big zone, um, and they said that it was similar to, um, uh, oh, what's the zone in Wrath of the Lich King? Dragon Blight. Dragon, Dragon Blight. Blight, yeah. That's a pretty big zone. Taverncast, your source of authoritative names and information <laughs> on zones. Exactly. If these yeah. weren't written down, we'd have no clue. <laughs> Um, and Mount Hygel got a little information on that. Massive updates to Dark Whisper Gorge. That's the place where right now there's a bunch of elite uh, fell guards and demons and stuff like that. Uh, that really leads to nowhere. That leads to a like a cave that should go to Hygel but doesn't. And uh, that's supposed to have multiple phased environments for different areas in Mount Hygel. Like it's, they, they alluded to something like you're fighting forest fires and the fires keep going out or spread or something like that. And uh, Ragnaros, our boy Ragnaros, will be back in an instance called the Firelands there. And apparently so will Malfurion's Storm Range will be around to fight him. And Malfurion was the dude from uh, Warcraft 3 and uh, the original um, genesis of the lore, Malfurion's Storm Range, who fought off the Burning Legion. So that's kind of interesting for Lorehounds. It's interesting for me anyways. I'm half a Lorehound. So lots of phase content, zones, terrain, all that kind of stuff to advance story and provide real change as you complete quests, which is, I think, again, something we've been asking for for a long time. Yeah. So you'll also be able to fly anywhere in Azeroth, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool from a leveling perspective and everything, but it always seems like it takes away a little something um, when you can just hop on your mount and fly up and just bypass whatever problem. You know what I mean? You can get get to places so much more easily for questing and stuff that it, it... it, it removes some of the difficulty involved in getting places and whatnot, but I don't know. It's a good thing. It's just it seems like, like in many ways, they're they're dumbing things down in some ways. So, we'll why? Why do you say that? Well, I mean, like, so oftentimes in in the places where I can fly, you know, you can bypass what would be a fairly difficult, you know, where you have to fight through a bunch of guys or whatever to get to wherever you have to go, where you can just fly over and you know go up, go over and land. Right where you have to no, be, do whatever you have to do. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, you know, it, unless they add in more things to prevent flying or, you know, anti-aircraft yeah, guns. They give the, well, they un- give the guys unless stingers. Though, <laughs> but, uh, unless, uh, though, maybe they, um, they they don't let you fly until you're at least 60. And then yeah, that's really probably matter, what right? they'll do. Yeah, that's probably what they'll do, but I don't know. I mean, if so much of the world has changed and so much of that is the 1 to 60 area, yeah. 
then it doesn't really matter, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, I, I keep wondering, like, how they've changed things. I can't imagine the monumental amount of work it would be to change that, because so many of the, the stuff there was, well, it was like a false wall. It was like a Hollywood stage front, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you went into Stormwind, so much of Stormwind was just, yeah, like... Yeah, they have to do a lot you know, of mapping. Oh, God, they'd probably have to rebuild it from scratch, and then yeah. they'd have to make it look like the old one. Yep. And and have it be three. Which is probably part of the reason why they're they're destroying everything, anyways, because it kind of gives them some wiggle room, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. Things suddenly look different. It's like, well, you know, what do you expect? <laughs> it's it's definitely cool. You know, I I wonder when they talk about updates to the, they, they they alluded to more updates with the um, the total uh, graphics and things like that that I that I had said before. But yeah. I wonder to what extent they're going to take it. I mean, they're not going to violate the art style or anything, but they they said uh, they were going to kind of roll things in over time. So I wonder what kind of they they said they talked about something with water, new water effects. But I wonder what else they're going to roll in over time if they're going to try to bring it up more to date. Hmm. I mean, it is you know 2009. It'll be 2010 probably before this thing comes out. And oh yeah, definitely. This game is still is now starting to look awfully dated from 04. You'll be kind of like these. There's a bunch of new dungeons and stuff uh, and changes to existing ones. And I think the thing you'll think is interesting, they have a heroic dead mines and a heroic Shadowfang Keep. Heroic dead mines. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever... No, I've been to Shadowfang Keep a couple times. It's just been a very long time, but I always like dead mines. <laughs> it's got pirates. I mean, why, can't, why wouldn't you like it? And it's got Van Cleef and a giant ship in a Goonies cave. Exactly. It's awesome. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, Grim Battle will have two instances. Sky, something called Skywall will have two. I have no idea what Skywall is. It just was on their fact page. Uh, and Blackrock will have a new dungeon in Blackrock Spire called Blackrock Caverns. So it's like you get to go back there again, which is funny because we were just there the other day trying to get in. This trying to get in, and having yeah. dealing with that stupid bug where it can't spawn the instance. We were gonna. Zone Why don't my we God fix BBQ. that, Blizzard? <laughs> We were going to Zoma God BBQ PWN um, UBRS, but uh, Two man. alas, they didn't let us With in. no healer yeah. and no tank, because that's how we roll. Uh, it would have been but, easy. We ended up going yeah. into Scalamance, and it, Yeah, it was we destroyed Scalamance with no trouble. There's some interesting lore stuff, which I know, Eric, if you want to take a break and pull out a pillow and relax a little bit, but it could lead to some interesting things with gameplay. Um they allude to a potential rift and horde leadership between Thrall and Garrosh Hellscream. See, and see, here is where wouldn't this be cool if the if the horde players decide who becomes like the leader? Like who? Yeah, yeah. Like totally. you throw you throw your support in one side or the other, like the factions they had in um, in uh, Shatra, and you know you pledge with one side or the other or whatever, and and that decides what happens in your world. But I bet you that's not how it'll happen. It'll be a predetermined thing, but. No, because they'd have to put in too much work, and everybody would want to see the new content. So, well, I, I guess they just have to create new content for both, like what happens yeah. under Thrall and what happens under Garrosh. But well, Garrosh becomes, is, yeah, you, you almost need, you can't really just uh, script all this stuff. You know what I mean? It has to be like a, a, a systematic change to allow a more open-ended world. The rumor net has it that um, uh, Thrall is going to abdicate the throne or be thrown out or step down to go do something else to maybe go defeat Ned the Evil Dragon. So Garrosh will take control. And the problem with Garrosh is if you, if you played Wrath enough, you'll know that he's kind of a son of a bitch. He's a militant uh, son of a bitch that really just wants to, you know, make the Horde primacy and just destroy the Alliance. And, which, all right, you know, I, I'm, and I'm all I'm for siding destroying with him. the Alliance. Exactly. Yeah. Thrall's a wimp. <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with this other guy, Garrosh well, Hellscream. 
And on that same token, if you flip it over, you'll see Varian Wren, who is the returned king of the Alliance. And apparently the expansion is going to have him deciding that it's time to deal with the Horde after various things, but primarily what the Forsaken do in Wrath. Oh, oh my god, spoilers. Don't don't look that up if you haven't played too far. Um, but uh, you can make that makes sense why the Alliance would finally get tired of dealing with them. But I, I asked the question. So the devs want to return Warcraft to the true, like, uh, world of Warcraft, oh, and actually have crazy idea. Yeah, and, but where have they really been getting along? I mean, there's been like Wrath had sort of an alliance thing going on, but you're you can still like if you're on a PvP server, you're still fighting each other. So. Yeah, but nothing's changed. Like this is the well, I mean, we've talked about this however many lots of times, but nothing's really changing. And it seems like everyone's all you know whatever the new bugaboo is for that expansion, they're all focused on that. It's like, but you know. The, the Alliance City's right over there. Why aren't there? Why isn't there something going on with us? But yeah, it's it's never seemed like a world at war to me. It's always seemed like you know, not. <laughs> well, you know, you know the big um, the big I fortress mean, in uh, in on Berean Tundra. What's that mm-hmm. place called again? The Horde Fortress. Warsong Hold. Yeah, Warsong I think Keep? so. The big, anyway, the big vertical one. Yeah. Once again, Taverncast with the official names of, <laughs> of the places in World of Warcraft. Yes, we're um, all about the official information. Okay, the Big Horde Citadel in Berean Tundra. So uh, supposedly there's a thing there that shows um, Orgrimmar all metal-plated up. So mm-hmm. Orgrimmar must get raised or broken up or destroyed or whatever. And if it's all, like, plated up with metal, there's a good indication that, uh, you know, Garrosh has something on, to yeah. do with it. Yeah, which could be cool. I mean, I'm all for changes to Orgrimmar. It's kind of it's kind of provincial at this point and, mm-hmm. and snug and safe, whereas, uh, you know, some of the stuff in Wrath looks... You know, pretty brutal in comparison. Let's get out of the lore again. We've got those two things that potentially could change the gameplay. Let's go back to finding out some new new stuff about the levels. The level cap's going up to 85, uh, but there's tons of new content in the old world, like we're talking like we're talking about. So leveling up is going to be fun again, and not a big deal to go back through it if you want to raise up these new characters. Uh, I read something about why they said they only went up five new levels, but I think it was something along the lines of. There was just so much more content that they didn't see the need to just push you forward. Yeah. Uh, two new races uh, to the game. The Worgen, the werewolf dudes for the Alliance, and the Goblins for the Horde. So before I go any further about that, what's your take on that? Eh, I don't really care. You know what I mean? I, I've always felt like adding races doesn't really add anything. I mean, it adds some, you know, different starting zone, and, and but it doesn't really change gameplay all that much in my opinion. Only adding classes does that, or to some extent adding professions. But, you know, really the races are all pretty much the same. It doesn't, you know, if you're a, you know, your class determines what you do at level 80 far more than your race. So it's never seemed like it was all that big a deal to me. Well, I have to say that... Um, it's really aesthetic is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I, As a Horde player, predominant Horde player these days, no longer much of an alliance, I feel like the Horde got the gimpy side of the stick this time. Shocking. I mean, the Worgen are actually super cool. Um, like, you can... Well, okay. I don't know. I kind of like the Goblins, maybe. though. Do you? I don't know why, but I do. Y- you like them over the Worgen? I don't know. The Worgen just seem like they're, what, the the Wolverine guys, right? Uh, they're the... No, the Werewolf dudes from uh, Silverpunk. Oh! Well, that is cooler. Okay. I was thinking they were... For some reason, I was thinking they were the uh, the Wolverine-type guys from the new expansion. Wait, so. wait. I know the name for this one. They are called the Wolvar. I didn't even have to look Wolvar, that up. Wolvar, Worgen, sorry... <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, um, yeah but the, apparently, 
the worgen will have the shape change ability, right? So you'll oh, you can be cool. human looking, and then you can turn into uh, a werewolf dude. Well, so the goblins pretty... will have a rocket belt. Well, you yeah, know what that but means. dude. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal for me with goblins. If the goblins can can somehow like you know step into some sort of power shredder armor, that would be awesome. Then they own. I mean, de fact, but just de facto, they own if they can, you know, use the shredders and stuff like that. That would be badass. They get a roadster mount, huh? <laughs> that kind of a roadster cool. mount, yeah, which is yeah. a car, yeah. basically. So that's cool. That's very cool. Who knows what the worgen mount is? Why would the worgen even need a mount? Technically, they're wolves. I mean, a rugel ran fast enough. He was a pain in the ass. Yeah. So um, you get two new one through fifteen starting zones: Gilneas and the Lost Isles. Uh, which will be phased like the Death Knight starting area was, um, with like this really epic Wrathgate cinematics for both of them, they say. Um, and that'll be cool. I'll probably play through both of them. I've, I've played through all the starting zones. Like, I played through the uh, the Draenei zones and stuff, too, just for fun, just to see it, and it was pretty cool. But the Death Knight zone, by far, was the, the best new thing they've had. Um, I think since... Well, I have to tell you, I really, I really uh, like the Blood Elf starting the one through twenty Blood Elf areas. Those are pretty cool. Ghostlands and um, whatever it was called, the, you know that. What's call it? The who's a what's it? call it? Yeah, the Blood Elf. What's call it? Anyways, exactly. but um, that that area was really cool. But the Death Knight phasing stuff was very, very sweet, and just the total progression of a storyline within that very self-contained leveling up period was very cool and well written. So if they do any of this stuff like they do that, it'll it'll be totally cool. Here's an interesting one. Uh, they're going to put in a guild advancement system. Yeah, that sounded kind of cool. That was a neat so you, idea. You level up your guild to get access to like perks and things like that. So there's like a plan, 20 levels. Everyone can contribute to advancing it. There's going to be like raids and battlegrounds and farming maybe will all contribute to advancing the guild. And then there's talent trees where you can you know sort of spec up the guild. I guess your raid leader can spec up the guild however you want to spec it up. And things it, it, the talents will lead to things like maybe cheaper repairs, less durability loss when you're like in raids and things like that. Um, there'll be like this you know mass resurrection thing where you can resurrect your whole guild after you you know fail in wherever you're failing in. For an epic that fail. would be a lot. Yeah, we would need that basically <laughs> all the time everywhere we go. Yeah. What, that what sounds kind of cool. That? that that actually sounds cool. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see what the, um, you know, what the talent trees will actually be like. I, sus- I suspect they're going to be primarily geared towards raiding, but I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I always thought, you know, that it just occurred to me something that might be kind of cool is if they could get some way to uniform your guild. You know what I mean? So I mean, right now they have the tabards, but that doesn't really do much. But it would be kind of cool if you could look at somebody and other than seeing the, you know, the guild tag over their head, you could actually tell by what they're wearing what guild they're in. So if there's T-shirts? some special item or, or baseball caps, baseball yeah, special baseball caps. Maybe the maybe the big hands, the big foam hands. That sandwich sports games or or like cheese heads, like the Wisconsin people cheese have. Heads, yeah. Cheese heads, yeah. I like heads. sandwich boards too. Sandwich boards. Would be then you awesome. could have, then you could have the end is nigh guild and stand on the corners. <laughs> Actually, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it would be kind of neat if like if your guild achieves something cool. I don't know what it would be. Um, you can you get some visual indication of that. So I don't know. We'll see what they do. How idea, obnoxious though. would it be if, if uh, every guild could buy, like, a blimp and fly around with a message that said, like, you know... Oh, come on. Like the pod, good, people, like the pod people party blimp would be the most the most awesome blimp around, so... Yeah, but somehow it would be gimped that you can only, like, instance in, like, ten people at a time on the party blimp. 
<laughs> Otherwise, it crashes and burns. <laughs> yeah, and then like all the officers are being the party blimp. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> and they never let you in. It's yeah. like the officer blimp. <laughs> Sounds pretty bitches. cool. And then you could fly over and bomb the Alliance City. Oh, probably not. No, no. Yeah. Anyway. Wishful thinking. Um, so let's see. They got new race and class combos. I I was lukewarm on this. I don't really yeah, care. I don't really I mean, care. In fact, to, to some extent, I kind of feel like it, they're moving in a direction where everybody can play everything, which yeah. kind of annoys me. So I don't know. I kind of miss the old days where you know shamans were horde only, and you know now there's paladins running around all over the place, and everyone's going to be a paladin. And I don't know. It just seems like it's taking a lot of the specialness out of the various classes. But but that seems to be. Blizzard's overall strategy is to make the classes more and more the same, at least in my opinion. So, I don't like that. I actually 100% agree with you uh, oh when it God. comes to that. I know, it's crazy. But I, I miss the old uh, Shaman days, too. Uh, yeah. When they were a Horde only and Paladins were Alliance only. It was just, it was unique. And that's just how I mean, it was. And, it was and I still cool. hate Paladins, even though there, there are Horde Paladins, and I understand they're, they're good people because they're Horde, but I still hate Paladins. There's just no way around it. Actually, technically, that's how not, I was right? raised. I was raised that way. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I think I have a problem though with like undead paladins. Well, you know, they've been doing this for a while. They've they've been planning this. So there was that whole thing in the lore. I don't know, a couple months or so ago, where the the patch came in and there was some conversation between uh, two torrens up in. Um, uh, Thunder Bluff that were they were talking about like uh, maybe Swift Runner we've been wrong about the 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 druids only being you know our our use of nature power for the druids only being exactly. in the torrents because the night elves are doing something now everybody like this can and, do it yeah I'll bet you anything uh, Skeksis the undead can turn into like an undead uh, turtle and be a druid yeah what? an undead turtle an undead lemming I want to be an undead lemming. <laughs> Now that would be an awesome new race, a lemming. Or you a just die over and over again. Yeah, you're actually a swarm. Your character is a swarm. I want you... that to be a death thing. When I'm at 20% <laughs> health, I explode into a swarm of lemmings that runs towards the nearest cliff. <laughs> actually, for every hit point, you have one lemming. So it's just like this giant horde of lemmings. That's your character. Yeah, we don't, sure do so well. we don't do so well. We don't do so well with AOE. Yeah, maybe, maybe ants would be better for that. But yeah, AOE is a little rough. <laughs> it's got to be those African ants though that like eat people and eat whole everything. Animals. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be pretty awesome. See, Blizzard, you should hire us. We're full of good ideas. We've always been full of good ideas. No one ever listens to us. It's sad. I and know. we know all the names. It fluently. makes me cry inside. Yeah, and all the zone names and oh, everything yeah. else. Since I, I know them all, I just act like I don't because it. Yeah, we are your hardcore source for casual Warcraft. As you've always known, we are the most hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then uh, they talked about some interesting thing, a secondary profession called archaeology. So the, the thought is, is that there's a bunch of stuff that's all messed up. There's ruins and things like that that have surfaced because of the cataclysm. And I, something along the lines of if you go check out these ruins, you get archaeology information or notes or whatever, and research that that will lead you to make discoveries that will lead you into some new kind of character progression, a la like heroic or talent trees or something called path of the Titans. Hmm. And the, I, I honestly, I didn't really understand this. I, yeah. I, I read it a couple of times, but basically I think it's like some kind of multiple new talent paths or something, but I'm waiting. I just, I don't have enough details to really speak to that. Do you know any more than I do about that? No, I don't. I mean, to me, it sounds kind of a little bit like the, um, Drawing a blank on it, where you you know where you're assigning runes or whatever. You have six that you can assign, 
And basically, it's another way to let you kind of customize your character. It sounds like it's kind of going to be something along those lines. Oh, you're or, talking about the Jikamakaroon book. The Jikamakaroon book? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that came in with Wrath, the Jikamakaroon book. The Jikamakaroon book. I mean, the inscription stuff. I just can't think of what the the um, the things are called that you get. Oh, the, the Hubadaba. The Hubadaba. Yeah, where you go to the, the, the man. Well, you has, used to have to go to the magical tome of power to slot the who's a what's it and the who's whom, and that was that. The, <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the last part? <laughs> I, you, I don't remember. I've already forgotten. That she got me in the room. You put the who's a what's it and the hopta hopta, and there you go. I like how you just like stop speaking for a minute. It's like you put the who's a what's in the I just start making random noises. That's my my usual strategy. I don't know something. So, you know, enough random noises, you're bound to get something right. All right. Well, before we before we divulge any more hard hitting factual information, (laughs) let's move on to Tall Tall Barad PvP zone. PvP, new PvP stuff. Uh, There's two zones they talked about here. One's called Tall Barad. All right. So that's some island prison off the coast of the Eastern Kingdom somewhere, and it's. They said it's like something like a cross between Wintergrasp and Queldanus, which is that uh, Blood Elf uh, daily quest area and um, quest hub and junk off of the coast of the Blood Elf areas. Happy Blood Elf. I don't I'm Blood Elf. Um, off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, there's another one called Battle of Gilneas, uh, which is another battleground. And this one kind of sounds cool. It says you, you get to fight like across the streets of Gilneas, taking control of like different districts and things like that huh. uh, while you go. So here's my question, though. If Gilneas is like the starting zone and that's supposed to be the home area of the Worgen and the former nation of Gilneas, then why are we fighting on the streets? How are the Horde going to be in there? I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. Again, it's another thing about Warcraft that has bothered me lately. I guess it's bothered me from the beginning. It's like there's perpetual areas that are fighting. Yeah, but nothing ever is accomplished there. Yeah, they just yeah. like keep going. It's that's, Wintergrass that's what I mean that by the, the lack of a feeling that there's a war going on. Because if no one fought, it, like if, if the Horde lost every single one of those battlegrounds, which at least on, on Whisperwind they tend to do, <laughs> at least at level 80, nothing would change. There's no change, you know, in the world. So it's like they don't mean anything. You know what I mean? So it's hard to say that there's a war going on if you're fighting in the war and losing over and over again, but nothing really ever changes. There's no, there's no you know, meaning to it. No, it's kind just, of cool if they can figure a way to put meaning to it. I don't know how you do that. but I think the meaning job. is to have fun, right? I mean, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's it and that's general, why I do them, but it, it would be even cooler if there was some, some you know, point to them beyond just having fun and getting honor points. Well, and the very last thing in that vein is they have new arena maps and a rated battleground system. Hmm. I don't care about the arena maps at all, frankly. Yeah, and I've never rated been in battleground arena. system? I'm wondering what that means. <laughs> how do you, I mean, uh, without having, like, official battleground teams, how do you have, I guess, I mean, remember they, they used to say that they were going to um, balance the battlegrounds so that you were matched with, you know, to, to try for even matches in the battlegrounds, and I know that that was listed as a feature in one of the expansions it never seemed to ever happen so or maybe maybe it's, it's the battle like that yeah maybe it's like to... rated battle groups or something but i don't know i don't know why you care i don't know that's that whole esports segment of of warcraft that's starting to grow and it's kind of cool to see but uh, i'm just I, i'm not sure i'm i don't know i just don't do it very much so i'm, I'm really don't know like, <laughs> and then that'll do it 
I think, for our coverage of uh, our hard hitting coverage. <laughs> our hard hitting coverage. You found it out here. You never learn about any of this stuff anywhere else except Avercast. So, what do you think about all this? Are you honestly? I'm excited about it. I think it's actually really cool sounding. Maybe eighty percent of it is way cool. Like, yeah. I love the destruction of the old world and being able to go back. Yeah, I would never cool. go back unless they did this. Yeah, I, I mean, we go back and mess around, but yeah, you you wouldn't go back as a in a serious way to do stuff. I well, well, I vowed never to level up again. Yeah, for I, example. Yeah, like exactly. I wouldn't go back, but now I will because if there's new yeah. content, why not? Yeah. And I'm curious to see what they've done, right? So I don't know that I'd play a goblin, but I might. But bottom line is I'd go back. And so I think this is a smart move. And, and it does finally make it feel like the game is going somewhere, like something's happened. Yeah. And it really is like a TV series. This is like, you know, season four of mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, the television show. I do have the question of where they go after this. It's a this. TV show. Well, I mean, you can go. Other MMOs have gone on places like moons and other planets, and you know, I'm sure they can come up with stuff. I, I was wondering if they're just going to keep adding random continents <laughs> until they ran out of space on the map, on the world map. It's like, oh, look, there's another continent we didn't know about. Boom! But uh, well, I have to tell you, I was, uh, I, I've been, I did not like Burning Crusade. Or, I'm, yeah, I didn't like Burning Crusade very much. It was okay, but to me, it was just, you know, something you leveled up through. So. Yeah, it was it was kind of a letdown for me actually. It was just yeah. it was too bizarre. It didn't feel like Warcraft. Wrath was a nice return to the at least it felt kind of like the Azerothian world, mm-hmm. um, but it still didn't have the sort of flavor of of classic. And uh, you know, I this, I think one of the things I'm excited about here is that if they return back to the classic world to some extent, even though it's been messed up, it'll be like this almost feels like a true part two of that experience. So. Yeah. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, probably, I would guess, late 2010. I bet you actually we'll get to the next BlizzCon next year. Yeah, and there'll be, be some it'll more be announcements. really close at that point. But. Well, this year in November is five years, right? That's the anniversary? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so it's, well, they're, I don't think they're going to make the five-year anniversary, but probably probably the year later. So. Yeah. But that, that's pretty cool. It gives us enough time to cover all kinds of stuff in Wrath and uh, level up. And well, and it gives them time things. to fix the stupid bug where instances can't spawn, because, I mean, seriously, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's that's my new favorite minigame in the game. Actually. Yeah, so you just run back and forth, back and forth, until it suddenly decides to let you in. It's fun. I've gotten quite good at it's that, thrilling. actually. So, my friend... Um, That'll do it, I think, for this special edition of Taverncast. Stay tuned, folks. The rumor mill has it that TC may have a fourth season. Maybe. If you're nice to us. If you ask nicely. And it may not quite be what you expect. But we'll see. So cheers, everybody. See you. Bye-bye. Taverncast is recorded live in front of a studio audience. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. <laughs>